0: Hey there. It's your girlfriend, Tina Anderson, with show number 51 of Get Fit, Stay Healthy, the monthly podcast that helps you live your life in the groove. Groovified. Living in super groove. Perfect way to live. We are talking about clutter today in your home and in your life and why it's so important to get rid of it so you can live a more efficient, peaceful, and less stressful existence. So important. Don't think you don't have clutter. I'm sure you have a little bit of it somewhere. We all do. For some of you, it's a huge issue. As George Carlin once said, a house is just a pile of stuff with a cover on it. Ouch! I mean, no, gosh, of course it isn't. But you know, there is a little bit of truth to that. And have you really thought about how much chaos, stress, and frustration is caused by clutter? and a lack of organization. I'm not talking about the new show on The Hoarders. Not that kind. I'm just talking about the kind of clutter that piles up and causes us all kinds of problems. And maybe you don't even recognize them, but I think after this segment, you will. Why so much stuff? Why do we collect in a mass clutter? Friggin' stuff everywhere. I mean, really, right? There is actually a lot of whys. We live hectic and busy lifestyles with less time, and it's often just easier to throw stuff in a pile or in a drawer until you uh, can get to it, which oftentimes is pretty much never. We don't really know what to do with the stuff. We're indecisive or perfectionists, so we don't do anything except make more piles until we, quote, have time to figure it out so we can do it just right. We have emotional attachments to our stuff, and it feels icky or callous getting rid of it, Maybe someone gave it to us as a gift and, oh, that just, that feels bad. I I can't throw it out. We grew up perhaps in scarcity and having lots of stuff around us is a reminder that it's all better now. I've got a lot of stuff. It's all good. In addition, we live in bigger homes, a lot of us, with just more space to fill with clutter. We can't stand to throw or give anything away because it just feels like it's a waste because of course we're going to need it or use it someday. We don't know why or how, but of course we will someday. And also in this category, the freebies, the special deals for stuff that we wouldn't have purchased, but now that we did, we feel obligated to keep it or use it or not use it, but we keep it anyway. And of course, we get overwhelmed with all the stuff we have, and we don't know where or how to start getting rid of it, so we don't. And then there's one other reason. Some people just enjoy reveling in the past with all the stuff they have. It's I hate to say it, but you're kind of stuck there. You don't want to jump into the future or get a little more relevant with your life. Julie Shulam from a September 1st, 2012 post says that for many, accumulating clutter has become a way of life. Here are her three main reasons why. Number one, fear of never being able to get something again. She says most people who have this fear have had it since childhood, and they're afraid that their things will be taken away. She calls it the Depression-era mentality. I know a lot of you probably recognize this in your parents or your elders. Number two, inability to make a decision about whether an item is still needed. And she says that oftentimes we realize that something we have is no longer useful, but we perhaps spent a lot of money on it or it was given to us as a gift or it once served a purpose and we just feel guilty getting rid of it. Failure to ask yourself is number three, what will I actually do with this at the time you are considering the purchase? So she says, don't buy things without some real purpose in mind. Ask yourself what you need it for. And if you can't come up with a good enough reason, walk away. This is where those sale items, the two for one, the bulk items really get you, right? Because you just grab it impulsively. You don't ask yourself that question. And then it ends up as clutter, or sometimes it does. Now, what I found out when I was researching this is that clutter even has health ramifications. Research at UCLA showed a direct correlation between higher levels of the hormone cortisol in women who had a lot of household possessions categorized as, let's say, plentiful, but consequently had more cleaning and organizing on a consistent basis because usually women, you know, we, we end up doing more of this. I know my husband helps tremendously. I'm so fortunate. But it still eh, falls more on us, right? In other words, the study showed that abundance in the form of stuff, these women that had lots of stuff, did not equate to more happiness and in fact resulted oftentimes in more stress. And actually those who saw their homes as restful, restorative, and tidy did not have any of those symptoms. Maybe they didn't have as much stuff, but they weren't stressed out about it either. So perhaps you're thinking, well, I don't have a problem with clutter. I got it going on, Tina. No problem. That might be true. But considering all the areas in which it can accumulate, I would be surprised if you get through this segment without a few new declutter to-do lists. I am the anti-clutter type. I am. But I am not immune to some of the typical kind of destructive uh, clutter patterns. In fact, um, my issue was the bulk or it's on sale and I'm sure I'll need it later habit. I'll never forget when um, my husband and I went through our first Christmas together and we had boxes of stuff because we have family that lives in, you know, and friends that live outside of the area. So we get stuff in the mail and boxes. And he was throwing out about five cardboard boxes and I literally threw a tizzy. What are you doing? Do not throw out all those boxes you should save those boxes because we might need them to mail something or to put something in them or to use them next Christmas, which, of course, was 12 months away. The look on his face was like, um, "Okay." (laughs) it didn't occur to him to save five cardboard boxes for 12 months for something that he didn't even know he would need it for. Uh, You know, here's me uh, in that mentality. So it's the just-in-case-and-I-need-to-be-prepared clutter justification, which certainly isn't always negative, right? If it's a safety issue or something, I get that. But in my case, it really wasn't. So I catch myself wanting to save things that I think I might be able to use for something because I want to be prepared. The first few times I shopped at Costco, a disaster. The bulk buying, the what a good price, and isn't that just really cool? I'm sure I could use that for something syndrome kicked in. By the time we finished all the foods I got in bulk, we were sick of them, but we finished them anyway because we felt guilty about tossing them out. So honestly, it was sort of self-inflicted stress and frustration over, oh, we have to eat this again. Well, we can't throw it out. I already bought it. Terrible. And it's the same with the, but it was on sale, rationalization. So anyway, getting back to my point, you probably will find something in this list coming up because we usually have clutter. We usually do. And by the way, I am a recovered Costco shopper, but I gotta tell you, I go to Walmart every once in a while and it gives me a good run for the money. I mean, I don't know what it is. Anyway, I digress. Okay, so let's look at all the areas in which we find clutter. I got a long list here. Some of them are obvious and some maybe not so much. Okay, closets. First of all, closets, oh my God. Closets, all of them, especially your clothes closet. Now here's a great tip from Peter Walsh. He suggests using what he calls the reverse clothes hanger trick. He says, turn all the clothes hanging in your closet so that the hangers face back to front. For the next six months, if you wear an item of clothing, return it to the closet with the hanger facing the correct way. If you try it on but decide not to wear it, make sure you put it back with the hanger turned backward. No cheating. Be prepared for a shock you are going to find out that you own a lot of clothes that you have no use for. And you should consider getting rid of them if you don't wear them regularly. And I will add, I'm adding now, that includes shoes, scarves, belts, and the likes. You can put stickers on bras and socks in your drawers and do the same. Seriously, seriously check it out. Now, other closets with towels and sheets, you got to go through all that and really see what you're using. Sheets. You know, yeah, we need them, but how many pairs? Some of the towels become kind of gross. You know what I mean? Just yeah, get rid of them. Okay, garages. Oh, my gosh, your garage. Use clear containers and label them if you're going to store stuff in your garage. Otherwise, you're not going to remember what's in there, and no one else is going to know what's in there either. So, you know, if you look in there right now and you've got giant containers up on high shelves, do you know what's in them? Because if you don't, there's a good chance you might be able to toss what's in them. And how much time does it take to get a ladder out and get up there if you don't know what's in it? Inconvenient. We don't have time to be inconvenienced. So garage. Um, I'm going to allude to this later, but think about how you want your garage to feel, what you use it for, and organize as such. Cabinets. Kitchen, bathrooms, including medicine cabinets. Hello to outdated, expired, gross, worn out, and inapplicable. Stuff. I found two boxes of feminine pads under my bathroom counter and one under my boys. Now, first of all, my boys don't use them. (laughs) Hope not. I don't use them. I don't remember why or how I have them, why they're under my cabinet, why they're under the boys' cabinet. We certainly don't need them. We don't use them. I thought, okay, here's what I did. I swear to God. I thought about keeping them because I thought maybe I could use them to clean with, like get out my pads, you know, clean with the pads. I'm like, what am I thinking? Goodwill, right? Right oh my gosh, Um, the stuff you're going to find, cleaning stuff, where there is an inch left in one Windex bottle and an inch left in another, all that stuff, you guys, crazy, crazy, crazy. Because then you have a Windex bottle and you run out, right? And then you look for another. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so anyway, those areas, uh, a lot of clutter. And um, not only that, but your makeup, right? Your makeup does expire, lotions expire, perfumes expire, all that stuff. You guys, if it's been in there for five years, and I will admit, I, I tried some lotion once that had been in there probably 10 years. It's like water. It doesn't smell like lotion either. You know what I'm saying? I mean, oh, <laughs> toss, toss, toss. Okay. They expire. We used to have hairbrush hell in the mornings before school, because my boys could never find their favorite brush. They'd be brushing their car in the hair, leave it in there. They have bathroom downstairs, and there'd be a brush in there. And then Reese would have it, my older son, oh, that's Dane's brush, back and forth, craziness, arguing before school over hairbrushes. So I finally said, okay, that is enough. My solution, I labeled one brush for the upstairs bathroom, one brush for the downstairs bathroom, and one brush for the car for each of my boys. So it would. the label said Reese car. Reese upstairs bathroom Dane car whatever and then I'm working still working with them believe it or not to put them back in the place where they belong but guess what if Reese gets in the car pulls his brush out and says Dane car then it's not his brush and hopefully next time he'll remember to put it back where it belongs really helped though I'm telling you it made a difference Okay, so uh kitchen pantry and refrigerator. Expired items. Hello. You'll probably find stuff from like nineteen eighty in your pantry and even perhaps in your refrigerator. Kitchen counters. Friends, guess what? Counters and floors are not storage areas. Oh they're not. Dining room table, not a storage area. No, it's not. More stuff to clean. Are you a gad do you like gadgets and stuff and trinkets and memorabilia from wherever. You know what? I'm just telling you, the more of it you have, the more you have to pick up and dust around it. Keep that in mind. What else? Autos, your trunks, right? Car trunks, glove compartments, purge, clean it out. Kids, toys, need I say more, but maybe you don't know what to do with them. A box, a big crate, Uh, container, clear container, labeled, organized, put them in corners. If you think your kids are uh, holding on to toys, but they don't really play with them anymore, you can do the same thing you did with the closet and see what happens. Or you can grab stuff that you know they're not using in the middle of the night when they're not watching. Put it away. See if they notice. And after a long time, you get rid of it. And if they say anything, you can say, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even remember that toy or whatever. You don't have to lie, but Whatever. Okay, um, CDs and DVDs. CDs, if you still have some. DVDs, right? Um, are they in their cases? Are they stored away where you want them? Are they strewn about? Drop off areas. When you walk in the door of your house, wallets, keys, sunglasses, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Let me ask you a question. Right this moment, do you know where they are at your house? In your house, because if you don't, you're wasting time looking for something that you should have in one place every day. Out the door, in the door, same spot, right? My kids are always trying to find their shoes, the sandals, whatever. Same with the brushes. Just total chaos. Guys, put them back in the same spot, have a spot, leave them there, pick them up there. Bingo, easy, save time and frustration. What about this? Communication and gadget, tech clutter, email, social media, Google search on the internet, texting, phone, television, and app, A-P-P, clutter. Oh, yes, it is. Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest. Mind clutter if you're not careful. Flipping through 16 channels an hour and watching favorite moments from the same movies. Yes, I know someone who does that. My husband doesn't really do that much, but I've seen people do it. Mind clutter so you don't have to deal with the real stuff. Trust me, I speak from experience. I understand taking a break, Breaking away timeouts, but be careful with the clutter that goes into your mind. (sighs) I think I need a drink. Hold on. Go ahead. Take a drink if you need. I'm having water. Just saying. I'm having water. I don't drink on the job. All right. At this point, you might be nodding your head to some of this, but feeling that heart tug and uneasiness due to emotional and psychological attachments. I'm not making fun of that. I, I understand. I really, 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 do. My dad has items from the day we moved into our house in South Dakota, probably late 60s. He grew up very poor and cherished every item his family had. He also had to work very, 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 very freaking hard for everything that he has now. His stuff represents years of school, of studying, all-nighters, holding down two jobs, moving from a couple colleges... It represents his Ph.D. that he worked so hard for, his citizenship in the United States, all the deserved success that resulted. His stuff represents that, trips and family members and all that. Maybe an item represents a person, a place, an event or an occurrence. You just don't want to let go. May I speak frankly? Your life is now. Your loved ones that are here need you present. I understand, respect, and honor the need and importance to keep a memory, especially of a loved one or an event. But a high school letter jacket? Yes, I know someone. Or a cabinet full of your high school, uh, yes, elementary trophies? Yes, I know someone. Someone who had a high school jersey in their uh, guest room. High school jersey? I mean, because mm, it was like they were a champion or something. I don't, I'm sorry. I, if fits you. I mean, oh. Sorry if that offends you, but take pictures of your stuff. Create an album of your special memories. If you're afraid you're going to forget them or be able to talk about them, you'll always have those photos, and you can share and enjoy them anytime with anyone. Take pictures of all that stuff, put it in an album, and get rid of the stuff. Put new stuff in that represents who you are now, or... Don't put a lot of stuff in at all and just go live your life. Okay, have a clothing item, though, or jewelry that you want to pass along to your daughter or your first grandchild? Sure. A few items like that does not constitute the kind of clutter we're talking about. (sighs) Ah, take a deep breath, right? Okay, so as I said, I am a declutter queen, but I struggle and need help once in a while. My cousin Cecilia was a huge help as I was decluttering my clothes closet for an annual neighborhood garage sale. I lose touch, and I have a hard time deciding if something has outgrown me or vice versa. So I could pull out a dress, put it up in front of Sessie, and just the look on her eyes, sort of like, um, hmm, A-Y-F-K-M, or are you kidding me? (laughs) was that obvious to her. It would have taken me days to do what we did in about two hours. It wasn't that obvious to me. It's been in my closet forever right? I I don't lose my whole perspective on it. So take turns and help someone else. A different perspective, a new set of eyes, an opinion, and anything in between can result in a successful outcome, and it's much more fun. Rent a small dumpster if you're tackling a day-long declutter, especially your garage. If you have a neighbor that has the same issue, do that together. Take small steps if you need to. Evaluate what you actually use and I've got some wonderful suggestions in a moment to help you do that. And once you've separated the keepers, you can organize. Shed, purge, give away, re-gift, or toss what you don't need. If you don't have enough room for everything you absolutely want to keep, rent a small storage space. For anything else that needs to be stored, such as decorations, place them in a clear container, preferably, and with a label, for sure, and again, put them within reach. Maybe you can't do this all in one day, a week, or even a month. Use a planner or calendar and schedule your declutter time, starting with the most important, whatever gives you peace or helps you live your life a little better, run a little smoother, whatever. Prioritize your declutter options. And yes, of course, you'll probably have to do this more than once. But once you get in the habit and cross over into anti-clutterville, come join us, it's a nice place to live, You will make better choices, and you'll prevent it from the get-go. You won't do it as much. You won't accumulate so much. Let me say this, too. If you're in the middle of a huge change, for better or for worse, I hate to say for worse, but let's say a change that's tough, and you're emotionally and physically drained, don't tackle any of this now, but feel good about the decision to declutter and know it's a positive action in your life that you can look forward to. So before you start a room or a large area, if that's what you're going to do, think about how you want it to look, feel, and function. I think this one's important. Who uses the room? For what purpose? Or for whom would you like the room to be used for? Or what purpose again? Think about the area before you get started, right? Your answers will direct your decision making. And if this is all too overwhelming and you don't have friends or family that can help, hire a pro and let them survey your area. They will probably come up with creative solutions and make the process kind of fun. In the meantime, here are some fabulous tips from the pros. From the happinessproject.com site, Gretchen Rubin offers these test questions and asks you this. Do you find yourself repeating these phrases to justify keeping something that you don't use or don't even particularly like? I might need this someday. Yeah, for sure. It's so useful. I'll, I'll eventually find a way to use it. I can't throw it away, uh, but I just don't know how to get to someone who could use it. I, let's hold on to it till I figure it out. It was a gift. I need to keep it out of respect. You know what? Someday, this is going to be a collector's item. I never had this as a child, so I want it as an adult. The more things I keep, the more I'll, I'll be able to leave to my family. Going through my things, you know, it just stirs up so many emotions. I can't handle this right now. I, I can't do it. I don't have the time or energy to sort through all my stuff and figure out what to keep. You know, I've had this for so long, I, I don't know, I just I can't get rid of it now. What? I forgot I even had this. I didn't even realize it was there. Well, now i got to hold on to it for a while. Do any of those resonate? And Vanessa Hayes from GetSimplified.com offers these questions to help you determine what to toss. Do I love it? Do I need it? Do I use it? When was the last time I used it? When do I plan on using it? Can I borrow it? Can I rent it? What's the worst that will happen if I get rid of it? And Marla Stone, who runs Ideal Lifestyle Organization Services, offered these organizing tips that I recently saw in an article. Have a plan and pace yourself. Take everything out of the space you want to organize. So you can start with a blank slate. Love this tip. Take everything out. Clean, open area. First, get rid of the items you don't want. Now, listen closely. We've talked about how to figure out what you do and don't want or need, right? We've already been talking about that. And I agree with her on this point. Listen up. Listen up. You either want it or you don't. There is not an in-between. You are dying to keep it. You need it. You use it. You absolutely have to have it, okay? Like your fry pan that you use every day or toilet paper, (laughs) okay? Or you don't need it. The extra spatula that's got a slight cut in it, or it's broken, the handle's broken, but you've held on to it, just in case you lose your other one, which you probably won't, right? That kind of stuff. You either want it, need it, use it, or you don't. Categorize similar items and place them in the same place. So find all the stuff that groups together, put them in the same place. So like your keys, your sunglasses, hats, mail, pet items, organize that way. And never deviate from putting them back in their designated spot. Okay, so those are just some easy tips, right? Blank slate. Start over again. Get rid of the stuff you don't really, really want. And make sure you have a spot for the for everything that you can categorize in groups. Pretty, pretty simple, right? All right, so and here's a reminder from me. Be aware of the freebie foible. Gracefully decline the free stuff unless you're absolutely thrilled with it. A promotional mug or t-shirt, hand-me-downs, bumper stickers, magnets. Uh, If you don't need it, don't love it, don't take it. And one of my golden rules passed down by my father and just mentioned, Marla's got it in hers too, always put things back from where you took them. That tip alone is worthy of the happy dance in your home. Everybody needs to be on board in your house, even if it's two of you. Clutter is like a heavy weight. Shed some pounds, people, free yourself. Imagine walking into your house or dwelling and loving everything about it instead of being greeted by piles of stuff. William Morris, often quoted on interior design, sums it up beautifully. Have nothing in your house that you do not know to be useful or believe to be beautiful. You can make this happen. Declutter, de chaos, and free yourself. The truth is in the action. So go after this. I want to hear about it too. Tell me about your declutter success. <laughs> okay, so next month, a combination and revised version of Surviving the Holidays and my blueprint battle plan for success. Very popular segments. One of them, gosh, I think it was back from 08 or 09. I'm gonna kind of combine them and start working them, probably um series. Just through November, December, and maybe into January of how to, I think, kind of put it all together through the holidays and the new year. Until then, make good choices, set appropriate boundaries, spread some good vibrations in the world, find something to laugh about every day, and please manage your stress before it manages you. This is Tina Anderson with Get Fit, Stay Healthy, asking you to do the same. And please, let's connect at TinaAndersonOC.com. TinaAndersonOC.com with two A's. Oh, uh, you know, I just forgot too. Avia Select Friends and Family. Avia, the shoes. They have a special going on. And if you get this in time, connect with me at TinaAndersonOC and just say, I'm going to get on your email list because I'm going to send out hopefully, soon enough, uh, if you catch this, a very quick link to the friends and family promotion, which means you get my instructor discount. I'm just going to send it out to my email people, get on my list. Um, You can always get back off if you don't like what I'm sending you.